1: Hello everyone! It is the Instant Match Reaction Show. Liverpool uh, just drawn one all with Chelsea. We've done our usual raft of, of live post-match content. Chris Pajak joins me on the sofa. Um, not in a weird way. Not now yet. Um, <laughs> Chris, it was uh, it was very much, and it's funny. I've seen this uh, a few rather salty opposition fans in comments already. Um, you know, we we celebrated a draw. Yep, that's what uh, we do. Mm, celebrated a, a, a point. Um, there's a few people trying to suggest that it was it,
0: it was an undeserved. I, I, I completely disagree. I thought I thought we more than deserved the point out of that game. I think I said on my match reaction we deserve to win, we deserve to draw, and we deserve to lose. It's like <laughs> for for all different types of things, and yeah. I, I, I stand by that to be honest yeah. with you because we did enough. We crafted enough opportunities to win the game outright. Um, you know the Firmino header, the Mane chance, the Shaqiri chance, uh, Salah's two. Decent chances as well, and the one-on-one—I've yeah. forgotten about that one as well. So we did enough to win the game, but then defensively, I don't think we were particularly great today. Mm-hmm. Um, I think our fullbacks probably let us down a little well, bit at times it, because mad. of the, the players they were coming up against. Well, it's
1: mad because we, the fullbacks, we were so desperately lacking them in the midweek game. And I, I'd said, you know, if we'd had Robbo and Trent playing in that, I think we'd have—I think we'd have been a lot more comfortable. I think we we would have won it more comfortably in midweek um, as opposed to you know what happened. And yet, they probably had Andy Robertson probably, probably one of his poorest games for Liverpool, and more just in the defensive sense. You know, we've seen how much he can do going forward. I don't think he was afforded the opportunity to do uh, too much good work until toward the back end of the game, and the amount of times he just wasn't quite switched on enough. There's that one ball from David Luiz, I think it is, over to yeah. to Willian, and. The straight through on the straight through on goal because his positioning is not
0: what it could be. No, they're, they're front foot players, aren't they? And they want to be able to get onto the attack. And what's what's made them so good is picking the right moments to yeah. go and do that. And today there was a couple of times when Robertson and Trent bombed on, and we were caught lacking in defence because of that. And you know they'll learn from that. It's not every week you come up against Eden Hazard. Thank mm. fuck, just twice this week. Yeah, um, just twice. Yeah, but but it's difficult. You know, Eden Hazard is an unbelievable player, mm-hmm. and therefore it felt to me like our fullbacks weren't able to play their natural game. They were always thinking about what's going on behind them, and especially Trent, I felt that left-hand side, Hazard and Alonso. Certainly, first half, Alonso was bombing on a bit. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they had the goal, the, the goal lead in the second half, so he didn't tend to, to bomb on as much second half, but it's always in the back of your mind, and as soon as you're thinking about what's behind you, yeah. you're not playing your natural game, it just takes one moment for you to think about something yeah. when... When everything's flowing, you're not thinking you're in the moment, aren't you? It
1: felt like uh, because I've seen again. Look, very early into Sari's tenure, this is not this is not Sari ball. You know what I mean? This is well, yeah, exactly. But what it felt like, we've been we've dished out a few of these performances under Jurgen Klopp. In the last three seasons, and where we've gone up against a team that's more established and more settled in, in what they do, a team that's you know should be by all accounts a bit further a step or two further along or what have you, um, and we've game planned them and a combination of our best players performing really well plus a, a nice little game, and I think the Trent thing was it was a good example of that. Was if 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 Ed had been toe to toe as a winger against Trent, we've seen him handle players like that. You know, if they just said to Ed Nazar Go and stay wide. And then your job is to 1v1 versus Trent to take him on and get and, and, and win the game for us. You know, Sane's tried that and not really worked out for it. You know, a bit of Ronaldo kind of tried that we've seen, we've seen really good players come up against it. Whereas I I think the, the way I, as I played and the way they used them was a very ta- was a very tactical gameplay, and that was, you kind of mentioned it a touch, is to draw Trent out of position. You know, little spins,
0: little moves. He became more of a more of a link man that causes problems down that side. And um... it's very similar to how we use Manny, actually, mm. isn't it? It's not an out and out left winger. It's yeah. a guy who's going to drift in and and move along that front line. And that's the that's why it's so difficult to stop our front three. And I think they what really stood out for me today with Chelsea's movements and and the way they got Hazard into space was very much like what Manchester City do. It's these lateral passes, but it's the speed of the pass that yeah. get you out, you know, you draw now, you think back to those games against Manchester City, they draw you down the right-hand side, and then two passes later it's, it was Sane on the yeah. left in loads of space, and that's what they were doing to, to Trent, and what it means is he has to come in, he has to stay compact with the rest of the back four but then he's got 30 yards to cover to get to the winger when he's yeah. got the ball, and then he's cutting inside and drawing him, in out, draw him in out and then those one-twos happen which is what happened for the first goal, isn't it? I, th- I don't know who played the ball, was it Jorginho was it a centre-back into, into to Hazard. maybe it was Luis he plays that ball goes in is sucked to the ball a little bit because he thinks he's got a chance at closing down Kovacic and then Hazard's gone mm-hmm and we all do it in Pro Evo. If you don't make that run instantly, you can't catch up. And yeah. Eden hazard is one of the fastest players on the pitch—and yeah. he does superb. Well, this is, their goals. this is the thing where they—you know—we were so close to catching them out.
1: You know, we put them under—we put them under pressure. But this is the difference. This isn't. This is a, a. Some teams adapt well to the managers. You know, we've seen it where you can come in and you can be a bit freed or whatever. Or a new manager—the the players just suit. He's got world-class players there. They're not far removed from being champions as well you know if you if you looked at them on the an isolation you'd be looking at Chelsea. the Europa League side there Chelsea defies so much logic when it comes to it comes to football like you never understand how they don't end up being title challenges season in season out and they've got the, he's clearly got the players there to play that person that you know they're not there yet and the good thing is in some regards is that we won't have to play them at Stamford Bridge again yeah. you know that's that's a big one to get out the way and I think the, the the way I was pleasing seeing some of the Twitter reactions to this, and I, I completely agree with this. And I think I might have said this in my individual match reaction was a point away from home to Chelsea in the build to it. Look, because we we've won every game in the league, we're going. Oh yeah, we'll go go there and win. In the grand scheme of things, if you're going to plan your, your your fixtures out, you take a draw.
0: It, oh yeah, it, I there. look at the last two games, and you know, well, two of the last three games in the Premier League, and. You telling me we well, Liverpool are going to get four points from Tottenham away and Chelsea away, yeah. mate? I'm biting your hand off for yeah. that. So it's not just the individual game; I'd have taken a draw going in. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that we've we've got two of our hardest away games, and then when you couple that with Leicester and and, and Crystal Palace away from home, to only drop two points out of those four away games, I think think's an absolutely brilliant yeah. you know uh, point haul from that. But you know Chelsea deserve a lot of credit. They they obviously have adapted, as you say, really really well to sorry But let's not forget that this Liverpool side has shown us something else again Yeah, you know this Liverpool side I I think in years gone by even under Jürgen Klopp lose that game of football yeah. but Jürgen Klopp deserves so much credit for the substitutions that he makes that Salah one is the hardest substitution Jürgen Klopp's going to make this season <laughs> yeah because you're taking off the man who's been involved in three, four great opportunities. Is your talismanic forward. There must be a temptation there as well to just go do what we did against Southampton and go right. we we'll are go on for this,
1: and you 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 bring on you bring him on for a midfield, and you, uh, yeah, and you just go right. Balls to it. We can lose this two 0 But I don't think I I think that was a, that was an interesting balance there because. The odd goal is going to make a big difference this season, I think. And, you know, you don't want to totally... There's no need to go totally gung-ho in there. But what he's done, you're dead right. He's brought on a guy to influence the game. In fact, he's brought two guys on three. to influence the game. Well, yeah, go ahead.
0: Three. All three substitutions yeah. were spot on. I think, first of all, the fact that he brings um, Shaqiri on with about 25 minutes to go plus stoppage time, that's a big decision when you're taking Salah off. Yeah. Especially as he's had success, maybe not second half. The first half, he had a lot of success getting into good areas yeah. of the pitch. Then you bring Catter on, you reinvigorate that midfield. You get a little bit of legs in there, and you get a lad on the ball who who's different to everything else. You know who can who can run with the ball at his feet and take on a couple of players. That added a new dynamic that Chelsea hadn't had to think think about or deal with throughout the game. And then finally, you bring a guy who who can shoot the ball in the net from twenty five (laughs) yards. Yeah, I wish he'd have just done that earlier, to be honest. Uh, (laughs) Because if he'd have had two shots, he might have scored two goals. Well,
1: let's just do that every time. Um, This is the thing with Daniel Sturridge. Let's let's talk. I think we both. Dedicated the vast majority of our match reactions by the end of it to that. Yeah, pretty much me too. Um, but I think he's worth discussing more, and we'll do more on the final word once we've had a chance to properly analyse his performance. Well, it's, two uh, it's two touches, two uh, touches in depth and detail. Um, okay, but I'm he, I'm game on that. Absolutely. Line. He, um, I, what I said, and I don't know what you what, what you said on him was that, and it goes back to the Shakiri stuff and, and actually Casey for that matter. This time last season or, or last season, the players that we were bringing in are. Dom Solanke and Danny Ings. L'Alana. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, and these are just not guys, you score goals. We're bringing in now Daniel Sturridge, and look, the issue with Daniel Sturridge has never been his quality, it's always been his fitness, and to some extent, questionably whether he, he was prepared to play through the playing barrier or whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And the um he, but he's come on there as a twenty nine year old guy who had he not had his legs not fallen off he would be, a, would have been a twenty-goal-a-season guy for the last five seasons. You know, he's absolutely. Is that, is that
0: he'd he have been a guy who Gareth Southgate would have to change his formation around. Mm. You know, because oh, there'd be question marks over how do you get to and Kane in the side at the same yeah. time as his career gone the way that we all thought it could go. But it's it must be so frustrating for Daniel. But I was talking about was on my match action. When was the last time he kicked the ball? was it in the warm-ups before the game? Because I can't imagine that he'd have been out at half-time on the pitch. It'd be interesting. It's something you said maybe a year, maybe two years ago about how, like, Football, for everything that it's got in the world, has the worst warming up on the sidelines for their players. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cyclists get to ride on their bike, keep their legs warm. Pitchers in baseball get an entire area of the stadium dedicated
1: just to them throwing the ball. Yeah. And there's literally no one, no one, none of the substitutes get to kick a ball until they enter the, the, the field of play, basically. Which Daniel is the only
0: person in our squad and Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host.
1: You could have scored that but goal. That's the, that's the point I'm, I'm making: is that Liverpool have got senior. Top quality lads because Dam Solanke has the ability to Dam Solanke. Damn that damn Solanke. <laughs> he, he has the ability to, he's a great ability, natural, great natural talent, I think. And he can score goals on it. And a, whether he'll be a top level player, I don't know. But I think he I think he's a good player. But he's a kid. Yeah. You don't I agree with that. Well, yeah, absolutely. And so, so you should. Well he's not really a kid, as he? So we're both wrong. Um, but he's a young lad. And well, was what, just but, what, you. what, but what we're dropping in there is a guy who's been there and done it, and that composure at those pivotal moments in football matches. Because there's, it would have been. And to be fair, I think I think it might be Kante who doesn't close him down, which is mental. But he's been given that time and space, and he's not panicked. He's took his touch. He's looked. He's up. picked the spot. He's gone. I tried this in the week, and I was close. I'm going to do this again. Maybe that was
0: the last time he touched the ball. Probably, probably not.
1: <laughs> and um, and he scores an absolute worldie and and. This is a thing that, that this is what we've got that's different this season. I think Man City have still got a little bit more depth in that area. I think they've probably got they've, you know you can put what Sterling, Aguero, and let's say Shane up up front, and then you still got Silva, Mares, and Bernardo Silva and Gabriel Jesus. So they've got a little bit more depth there. But we've the depth we've added, we've seen hints of it already this season. Because Daniel Sturridge, I think, I had a quick look into it, I got my calculator out, is averaging a goal every 46 minutes on the pitch for us
0: at the moment. Yeah, I think he's well scored class. two in his last ten minutes or something, hasn't Yeah. Um, <laughs> something, I don't know, it's ridiculous like that, but that's the difference. That is the difference. And not only that, when you look at the bench as a whole, we've got players on there who had the game gone a different way. We can alter it. It's not just we can go and th- throw bodies on to win a game. We've yeah. got bodies on who can see out a game as well, and and that tells you all you need to know about this squad now is that it's perfectly sort of positioned. Um, yes, Manchester City probably do have a little bit more than us, but this side now and what we did against Chelsea tonight. Was proved that without the front three, we can go away from home to another top team in this division and still eke out a result. Yeah. And that is the difference between this season and last season. And for me. The, but the thing about it is, and this is another point I referenced
1: on, on my own one, is that we've, this time last year, everyone was complaining because Liverpool were drawing too many games we were, and we weren't being clinical and everyone saw that as a fundamental problem. Well, we're, we're doing that and we're still getting important points for, for a start this season. But it's similar to last season. We're talking about eking out a result in a game where Mo Salah went round the goalkeeper and had one cleared off the line. Bobby Firmino has a header cleared off the line by the defender. Jadon Jackeri put basically an open goal wide in that. And, and Mane then and you know, a great save. you know, and the Damani save and all that. I can, but I can, I can match up the goalkeeper saves, and I can kind of scratch them off because our goalkeeper made a couple of saves. But we, we had at least two i think absolute guilt-edged opportunities in there that on another day just go in. the defender reacts a touch slower or it just you just you just angle your shot ever so slightly differently and they are they are goals and we went away to stanford bridge and and had more shots on target than chelsea more
0: shots we had more shots on target yeah the keeper made more saves um But we both interestingly created three big chances and we both missed three big chances. And I think that's down to the two goalkeepers, certainly. Mm -hmm. Alisson, for us, was absolutely superb in those one-on-one situations.
1: And don't forget, sorry, Steve McManaman didn't even count Jaden (laughs) Jakiri's one as as an attempt on goal. Well, I'll tell you what, (laughs) Opta did.
0: Because he literally attempted... Hit the goal, yeah. I think they classed I mean, that as an off target, <laughs> uh, a shot off target, but you know, Maka can do what he wants. He's won a couple of European Cups, he scored in the final, yeah, and goes. he's won the Coca Cola Cup on his own in 1995. <laughs> so, I'm totally fine with whatever <laughs> Maca wants to do, uh, like, yeah. uh, but I will disagree with you he's on still that, mate. Yeah, you're still but been a European wrong, like, still at a he, he doesn't think Dom Slanky's a kid, that's for sure. And that <laughs> he might be right on that one. Yeah. Um, but look, like, the, the, the thing for me about that game is Liverpool's midfield wasn't quite right, Paul, mm-hmm. and I felt like Jorginho, although I didn't think he was a massive part of the game and maybe a touch over hype from what we've seen earlier on in the season. Um Kovacic and 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 their midfield, who I've managed to forget that's again, it. can't I? Again. did uh, that I couldn't remember his name after the match in midweek. Weird. Yeah, so the, the no, really the, he was the bet he was incredible today as well. Those three had the better of our three in midfield. Yeah. And what we ended up doing, I think we crossed the ball in 20 times in this game. And it, it wasn't quite right, but that, that were the opportunities that Chelsea were giving us. And I thought they defended really well. Now, again, I you know, I, you know, know, I do the stats and tactics show, so I, I look into all that type of stuff. And I had a little look and 46% of our shots were from outside the area. And that's something that Chelsea did really well against us, just keeping us shooting from outside yeah. the area. We didn't work many opportunities. In fact, they worked more shots from inside the area than we did. Yeah. And it's something that I think this Liverpool side has been trying to do for a long time, work opportunities in front of the sticks inside the 18-yard box because you've got a better chance of scoring so that Chelsea side defended really well and the midfield battle was where it was won I think for Chelsea but even then and with Mo Salah not playing at his best and Roberto Firmino not playing very well and Sadio Mane having an off game as well we still come away with a point yeah that's
1: it you you wouldn't say that any of our top players are in peak form whereas you can say about them Ed Zard's in as good a form as he's probably, as well, he's I mean, probably he's been. He's top-scoring in the league with Aguero, I think, but at the league, moment, with know, five. And he? he's, he's fantastic, isn't he? And he, he had a good game, and as I say, you know, we managed to come out the other side of it relatively unscathed. Um, no, I was pleased, uh, all told, and it's, it's weird, because we talk about this all the time, the psychological impact of scoring seconds in a draw...
0: Always means you come out of it. As well. Exactly.
1: Always means you come out of that upbeat. And that's the, that's what it was. You know, if if we'd lost that one, it felt like we were gonna we were losing that. that. That felt like the time was dripping away. We had Zukary misses that chance and you look at that and go, there you go. We've lost that. There's the chance. You're given this opportunity. We we we, we had the chance to capitalise, we've missed it. It's going to be one of them days. And the fact that you then go and get that equaliser in such stunning fashion as well, particularly with a substitute, everything about it plays in. And these are one of the beautiful things about football. Look, the shoe's on the other foot. They came to Anfield last year. Willian scored a massively deflected, fluky goal. that flew into the top bin. And look, their fans were in absolute raptures over it. I've seen Everton snatch draws against us. Phil Jagielka scored on worldies or we don't even a winner, whatever. You know, the point is, is that... That I was psychologically prepared for a defeat there with those last few minutes, so it's not a win. And when I say it feels like a win, it doesn't really feel like a win because you know a win I'd have been looking at the league table and going, <laughs> um, which we can't do now because you know obviously we know we're now back on level pegging on Point which, uh City anyway. But what it does is it means that we go into that Man, uh, Man City game next week, Chris, knowing that. The only result that doesn't keep us pe- on level, you know, doesn't keep us bang up there is a de- is a defeat to Man City. You can stay if you draw with Man City at home, which is a very real possibility. You you stay level on the top. It's only down to goal difference. And realistically, if you told me that this run of fixtures that we all discussed six weeks ago or a month ago, or whatever, if you'd said we were still going to be roughly joint top at the end of that or had the opportunity to do that. Yeah, I, look, I, I,
0: I I think so. I, you know, I'm a natural pessimist, aren't I, I think? And so I look at it and go, well, if we get beat at Man City, we're still only three points behind them, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's a that's a decent place when you've played Tottenham, when you've played Chelsea, and when you've played Manchester City in the league. And you know, not to focus too much about about the next games, but the lads have worked bloody hard today, yeah. and they've been forced to work bloody hard by a by a really good Chelsea side, much better than I thought. Mm-hmm. That was probably one of their, from what I've seen, that was one of their better performances yeah. um, this season, but. To be in with a shout And and you know We could go three points ahead Of Manchester City After yeah. this run of fixtures Now if that was to happen The well, world stands up And takes yeah. notice Because you look at those fixtures yeah. Tottenham away Chelsea away Paris Saint-Germain yeah. I mean Napoli the away The trick
1: is not to focus On this result even though if you did, it's fine because it draws a good result, as I say, away to a, good, a very good Chelsea side. It's that we've played ourselves in, into this position that we've get, we you know we've played ourselves into position after what eight games of the season, or after nine, we could either be three points clear at the top of the Premier League or only three points behind the league leaders. That's that's absolutely sad. So You've got to look at the context of what we've done so far. We you know you've got to look at it as a whole, and when you do that. Absolutely sound And as I looked, I jokingly said, "I my mean, match reaction. You know, Chelsea for all their, for all their interesting, Look at the form table now: two, it's four wins and two draws. Now they you know, it's not a favourable form table for the <laughs> uh, for the boys from the bridge. Um, listen, we're going to be analysing this in loads more depth and detail on Monday." on the final word show on the RedmanTV.com. tv.com uh, and what i've been doing since we started doing the show is taking uh, comments and questions from yourself so more interestingly because we can't cover everything here we're going to go away and watch the match again look at some of the key points get our, get our, get our heads around it, see some more reactions so if there's things from the match we didn't discuss that you want us to discuss put it in the comments below and i say and questions and thoughts on the match in general and i'll pull as many of them into it as possible you can get that show as i say on the RedmanTV.com. tv.com it's free for the first month you can go and check it out if you like what we're doing here it's going to be a couple more of us in the studio as i say get really getting into the nitty-gritty and the bones of it in addition to that chris is going to be doing stats and tactics again looking far more in depth if you're into the stats and tactics chris has got that covered and some more lighthearted stuff as well go check it out and if you're enjoying it from watching these shows let people know in the comments it always helps um chris it's been an absolute pleasure oh, who was your man of the match
0: Daniel Sturridge.
1: Go ahead. Oh, a bit of studge. Who was your man of the match? Comments below as well. The man of the match podcast is on Monday as well. There you go. Tom gives us a nod. That's his show. Uh, other than that, thanks for watching and we'll see you all soon. ta
0: Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right.